already in quarantine. This week's episode is all about the kids today. What with their baggy pants and their roller skates and cordless telephones and their life-destroying student loan debt. And now, here are the only podcast hosts who talk into Campbell soup cans instead of microphones, Allison Goldberg and Jennifer Jamula. Hello, everyone. I'm Jen. I'm Allie. Welcome to Two Girls, One Podcast. Allie and I are performers. We had a live comedy show called Blogologues where we performed internet content on stage. The internet was our script. We got curious about the people behind the posts. We made a web series called Two Girls, One Show, which you can find on Hoo-Ha. Where we My inter- Hoo-Ha's going to get a disease. <laughs> okay. Okay. That sounded like it was in real time. Okay. Omga. <laughs> <laughs> Omga. Omga. <laughs> my hoo-ha's gonna get a disease. Oh my god, Matt's um, trolling that us so hard. That wasn't even for an ad. That was just like a thing I said, <laughs> I think. I think it was. Wait. Yeah. Fucking hell, man. I'm gonna be right back. I'm leaving. I'm gonna be back. I'm okay. getting you back. Right. I'm gonna be back. Allie quit the show. I she guess left. it's just us. Well, while she's, she's gone. gone, I can finish our intro. <laughs> yeah, keep going. We can't. Yeah, we, we, can't, we can't stop for these glitches. Can't stop this train. All right. So we met the people behind the post with two girls one show we did interviews we wanted scripted adventures it was really fun and that inspired the idea of two girls one podcast where now we are meeting people from the internet who are from communities that we find really interesting or are part of weird internet phenomena weird meaning excellent (laughs) um and today kind of falls into that category so we're talking to a college student who is a moderator for a Facebook page called Zoom Memes for Self-Quarantines. And she'll be with us shortly. And basically, it's a comedic page where a lot of memes are posted. It is hugely popular amongst college students right now. Um, I believe they have over 600,000 followers. And that is what we're looking at. Yeah. Ali, have you returned? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. She brought her own soundboard. <laughs> she brought it. That's right. Wait, do it again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do, do you have any others? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, oh, we're yeah. new at this. We have one, but it's a good one. <laughs> you only have one. Listen, shout out to Mike Janney, my friend and listener who sent me that and said, since Matt is always sassing you, I made a sound clip for you. <laughs> Thanks, so Mike. Is that his voice? And no, that's you. fucking you, Matt. That's you. That's me. That's, that's you. That's you. Nice. I, I didn't even recognize my own voice. I thought it was like a, a. That's you. A clip from some '80s movie with a no, Terminator or something. It's you. Great, Mike. I'm requesting more of these so that we can prank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is this is great. Thank you. Well done. That's why I had to leave and go get my phone so I could play that for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, while you were gone, I let them know what the show is about. And I did want to add I did want to add to it that we're all aware college students are home doing online courses right now. So we're also just gonna ask about like what that has been like and the fact that university life is now pretty much shut down. What's it like for the kids today? Yeah. <laughs> I did want to mention they posted a meme on their page about flat earthers, which I thought was what? relevant to this show. Um what it was just it? like a piece of 
fake news. It was a headline for an article that said flat earthers fear two meters social distancing could push some people over the edge. That's hilarious. <laughs> I really liked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we're all six feet apart and the earth is flat. Shit. Do the math, people. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. Math is what got us into this predicament. <laughs> That's flat right. Earth. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> there was also one that is called uh it was Oh, gosh, I'm just trying to find the source here. I want to credit her. Jessica Salfia, she posted something called the poem. This poem is called First Lines of Emails I've Received While Quarantining. Oh, yes. I love this. Have you seen this, Matt? I have seen no, it. No, Jen, okay. dramatic it's, read. It's, Let's it's hear brilliant. it. Dramatic. It's do a little it. yeah, long. You, you should. I'm just going to do a few. It's really good. But highly relatable. Just a few. Okay. In these uncertain times as we navigate the new normal... Are you willing to share your ideas and solutions? As you know, many people are struggling. I know you are up against it, the digital landscape. We share your concerns. As you know, many people are struggling. We hope this note finds you and your family safe. We've never seen anything like this before. Here are 25 distance learning tips. As you know, many people are struggling. <laughs> anyway, it goes on for like eight more or something like that. But. So relatable. I can relate. I, I am. I personally am up against the digital landscape, and it's hard. Just pressed up it's against. Very it. hard. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, that's the only landscape there is because we're not allowed out. <laughs> right. Right. Shoot. That's it. <laughs> Jen, are you having a romantic getaway in New Hampshire with Adam? You keep asking me. Every New Hampshire. Time. New Hampshire. I just. This is my silver lining. My like my silver lining is that Adam and Jen are having a romantic adventure. Like I just picture them like diving into leaves, even though it's winter, not fall. <laughs> but like, and then just like cooking, and like Adam is wearing his headband, and his like hair is all crazy, and he like has a giant beard, and like Jen is homesteading. Like this is like my silver lining. So I need this. It has accelerated the timeline, okay? It they has. were like, oh, maybe we'll move in together. I don't know. Maybe we'll take it to the next level. And then coronavirus. <laughs> and now you're stuck and you yeah, have to make I, it work. Yeah, but they're having a great time. Like, what if, what if this went wrong and they were like fighting all the time? Like, I would be right? so devastated. This is about me. Yeah, um, you've, yeah. you've pretty much painted the picture of what it looks like. But um, Yeah, let's hear about you your apron. Do you want to hear, <laughs> hear from Adam real quick? Fuck yeah, I do. Yeah, he has it. no idea where even what we're doing right now. Let me get his attention. How does he not know? Didn't the setup give it away? You're talking into a microphone. <laughs> he knows. He doesn't talking know into a microphone. He doesn't know we're talking about him. <laughs> hey, Adam. <gasps> do you want to come say hello on the podcast really quickly? <laughs> he looks ecstatic, but also very conflicted. No, he, on, he's Adam. working. He's working. Fuck. Really? Allie's asking us how break. our romantic getaway in New Hampshire's going, and. She just wanted to know how we're doing. Do you just want to tell the listeners really quickly? <laughs> he looks both shy and extremely excited. Come on. He's blushing. <laughs> tell him he just it's just one minute. Just one minute. It's just one minute. I'm going to hand him the headphones just for like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Is he coughing? Does he have the Rona? That's no good. That's not part of my fantasy. Hello again. Hello again, guys. Hello. Hello. <sighs> Look at this how- guest appearance. <laughs> Wait, you can't see me, can you? No. I wish I could. <laughs> I'm going to call you later. I was just saying how like my silver lining to quarantine is imagining you and Jen having this like romantic getaway in New Hampshire. It's not really that romantic. <laughs> I don't. Well, well, step it up, Adam. Step it up. No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's good. I'm actually doing all the cooking and all the housework. Jen's just kind of working all day. That's and actually true. Sleeping. 
We're watching The Bachelor. A lot of Bachelor. Mm, mm-hmm, I loved mm-hmm. all of that except for the last part. <laughs> you got to give it a shot. I think you'd you lost like me it. there. I, I'll tell I, you what. If you watched The Bachelor, you'd feel a lot better about the guys you're meeting on Tinder. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> he is awful. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be educational. I've never seen it. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. I, I think um, we should do like a Twitch viewing of uh, The Bachelor together. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could do that. Just some live commentary. Why not? I'll do anything right now. Who cares? Um, Adam's doing a lot of Lego. I was FaceTiming with Jen yesterday, and he just like careened in with like a giant structure. <laughs> so, <laughs> like a spaceship. So, Allie, the, the, the Legos were my little secret. Um, yeah. It's not really cool when a 34-year-old is playing with Legos all day. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting. I disagree. Have you been on the internet lately? This is quarantine. You do whatever the fuck you want to do. Well, I'm actually trying out for the new Lego uh, TV show, so I'm working on my yeah. skills. Lego Masters. Good. Good. Yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> All right, Adam. Is there anything that you would like to say to yourself when you listen to this next Monday? Yeah. Any reminders? <laughs> Speaking into the future. Mon- Monday at three a.m. That's when it, this goes live. Am so. I supposed to know the answer to this? No, it's just whatever you want to tell yourself. You, yeah. Like, hey, reminder, don't forget to rake, you know, because of all oh, the leaves. Re- reminder, uh, finish your Lego product project and uh, <laughs> go on a bike ride. Cool. Cool. Great. Good. All right. Get out of here. All right. Thanks, See guys. Ya. Ah, thank you. Wait, what did you ask him? We've we've talked about this before, but what I like is that the podcast has traced your entire romance. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Omga, omga, omga. Yeah, Matt, we would love to hear from your kids at some point. You know, we know how it's going with them, but we would love to hear how it's going how it's going for them with you. Yeah, put them on the yeah. line. Put them on the line. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Maybe not now. I think homework and napping is being done. But gotcha. I'll, I'll you know, you can't homework and nap at the same time. Right. Well, I have two kids, so they're all they're they're, they're divested. <laughs> I mean, for me, my homework is napping, so I guess I take it back. <laughs> That's <right>. true. <laughs> yeah, I'm working on it hard. Well, we do need to take a break, but before that, we need to comply with our federally mandated trivia time. Federally mandated. Nothing else is federally mandated, but trivia. No, is. healthcare, education, go PPE, fucked, ventilators. PPE. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Go, go, all go. that's all that's optional. Trivia mandatory. Today's episode is about students and some teens trying to survive the onslaught of remote classwork in a time of quarantine. Today's trivia is about a different kind of remote schoolwork, the kind you will find in the town of Ketchikan, Alaska. I've been there. Population. What? You have you, you really? You have? Yeah, I did one of those Alaska cruises with my dad and brother when I was 20, and we stopped in Ketchikan and got off the boat. No way. I am That Ketchikan right. can't be true. <laughs> Catch me if you can. <laughs> Well, well, perhaps you'll have a leg up on this trivia. Uh, the population in Ketchikan is 8,000 people. And for the last 45 years, in addition to normal school curricula, math, writing, etc., every eighth grader in this town needs to pass a specialized exam in order to graduate. What is this special test unique to the teens of Ketchikan, Alaska? I have three choices for you. Are you ready for the choices? Yeah, ready. I'm ready. <laughs> okay, okay, cool, cool. A, 
They need to track, hunt, and skin a mountain goat using only the method of the region's Yupik Native American ancestors. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. Yupik. Y-U-P-I-K. Yupik? Yupik? B. They need to survive for two nights on a remote, uninhabited island. Or C. They need to catch 100 salmon in a 24-hour period using any non-electronic method. What do all the 8th graders in Ketchikan, Alaska have to do to pass their final exams? This feels like way beyond like anything I was ever asked to do in school. <laughs> what? Um, well, I want it to be C, but 100 seems like a lot, doesn't it? Yes, but there are a lot of fish there, I think. We did like a salmon yeah, but hatchery from tour. Every eighth grader? Every eighth, but it's a small class of students. That's how they feed the village. The ah. whole town's relying on them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I you know, I hate the goat thing, but it's so out there that I'm gonna pick skinning a goat. Okay, Jen goes with A. Shit. Well now I can't do A because I need to diversify. So I think it might be A, but I like this salmon thing, so I'm going to go with C. Allie goes with 100 salmon in 24 hours. We will find out the real final exam for Ketchikan, Alaska, a few short moments after this commercial break. Two Girls, One Podcast is made possible by you, the listeners. And if you love the internet as much as we love talking about it, consider supporting us on Patreon. A lot of work and time go into research, booking guests, recording, editing, and distributing the show. Contributing even one or two dollars per episode is huge in offsetting our production costs. If you'd like to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash 2G1P. We'll keep making the show no matter what. But your support allows us to make it even better. Thank you so much for listening. From the best website for self-isolated singles in your area, Craigslist. Bored, married man looking for a bored, married women to exchange some emails to stop the boredom. It might be fun. Be safe. Wow. Well, I'm not married, but um, I'd email him. I don't know. <laughs> he sounds like a who. the boredom. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Oh. <laughs> Matt, how do you find these people? Honestly, <laughs> look, where the show is very popular, we get a lot of inbound. Oh, hello, um, hi Arthur. He- hi, hello. Uh, my son is my son Arthur is here. Would Mom. you like to say hello on the podcast? Mom. My friends Allie and Jen want to talk to you. Okay. You want to talk to them into the microphone? Yeah. Come here, sit with me. <laughs> I'm gonna play on the basement. Are you gonna play in the basement? Oh. Yeah. Here, what do you want to say? Here, I'm gonna put on these headphones, and then you could talk to them. Ready? Hello. Hi, Hi Arthur. Arthur. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. What are you doing at home in quarantine? 
Um, um, I'm playing. I'm playing the basement with Amelia. Oh, I don't know what you just said, but it sounds really great. Playing in the basement with Amelia. <laughs> with Amelia, is Amelia your sister? And now he's hugging me. I have no <laughs> idea what they're saying. Okay, now I'm putting the headphones back on. That was really good, buddy. That was How'd it go? that was really good. I'm back. The top of this episode has really devolved, actually. I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just random right. people coming on. Hopping in. <laughs> Ellie, this is work from home. Next, we want to hear from your roommate. <laughs> we can't hide this. Do you want to talk to Arthur, Ron? <laughs> is Ron your plant? Yeah, I put googly eyes on him. <laughs> now he's my friend. <laughs> All right, Arthur's still here. Would you like to? Would you like to an- do the trivia answer with me? No. No. You want to go play in the basement? Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Have fun, Arthur. Bye, kid. All right. Here is today's trivia. What do teens, eighth graders in Ketchikan, Alaska, need to do to graduate? Your choices were A, hunt a mountain goat using only Native American techniques. B, survive for two nights on a remote, uninhabited island. Or C, catch a hundred salmon. Allie, you went with C to diversify. Jen, you went with A against your uh, your hope. That's correct. You hope that they would not have to hunt the mountain goat. Yeah, but maybe it's a tradition. It's a tradition, it sounds like. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. The correct answer is B. <gasps> Teens need to survive. Damn it! On an uninhabited island for two nights Damn in order it. to graduate middle school in Ketchikan, Alaska. How now, often I will does it say, turn into Lord of the Flies? How many times is there a conch and they start eating each other? Well, I, I mean, look, when I, first, when I first read the article, I had the same concern, but it turns out that the Coast Guard ferries kids in groups of 20, along with one teacher leader, like a, I guess this is like a science teacher who goes with them, and there are also a few parent chaperones. The parents have access to cell phones. So if there is an emergency or something bad Someone happens. Some of a joke. It's just like a camping trip. I, I mean. I say send them out in the woods alone. See if they make it back. <laughs> That's what I was hoping this would be. To be fair, yeah, they are not allowed to use trip, any modern technology. Like yeah, supervised. But they need to do everything themselves. They cannot get help from the teacher or from the uh from the parents okay, and use any technology. They got to make a, make a shelter. Parents. I'm sure they're helping. <laughs> they have to make a shelter. Do they bring tents? Like, how does this work? This is so lame. I think they bring nothing. Get no, they can, just, they just drop them off. Listen, if they succeed, they graduate. <laughs> if they succeed, they graduate middle school. They get to walk down the aisle or whatever to get their diplomas. If they fail, they die. This is, I mean, <laughs> that's No, insane. that's what I want to have happen. I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I want to hide this shit. I know, I know. Well, anyway, that sounds actually like it would be really fun. And I wish I had to do that when I was their age. Um, But this is making me think. Let's hear how the young people are doing. Um, We actually. The young people. (laughs) We have our guests with us. We're so excited to welcome Zana Rashid, who is a moderator for Zoom memes for self quarantines and a college student. Um, Welcome, Zana. Hi, so nice to be here. Thank you for inviting me to the podcast. We're thrilled to have you here. Thanks for coming. So just to give a little context to everybody, first of all, you're in college, correct? Yes, I'm a junior at Northwestern University. Awesome. Okay, so Ali and I are old and we were curious uh, to know a little bit more firsthand. (laughs) Yeah, like how did the lockdown... What's it like to be young? (laughs) (laughs) 
question now. <laughs> First of all, I, I don't think a college student is exactly what anyone wants to be right now. Um, it kind of does suck. I think all of us can collectively agree. Our classes are all online. We don't really know if we're coming back to campus or not. Um, all of our events have been canceled. We're not seeing our friends. So I would say it's it's a bit rough because um, just like everything we were like looking forward to, all the things that everyone like expects from a college experience, you know, it's only four years, like you're supposed to like be getting so much out of this. This is supposed to be the best four years of your life. That has just all come to such a sudden halt, you know, just because of this this virus that's taking over the world. So yeah, it's, it's kind of just, I think, very unsettling for most of us, mm-hmm. adjusting to this kind of new period. Um, most of my classes are online. A couple of them, well, three of them actually, I don't have any live lectures for. So it's just like watching recorded lectures with professors, taking notes in my, by myself, and then doing quizzes online on campus which I just did this morning. So that was fun. Wait, you said quizzes online on campus? Yeah. What did you say? Canvas. Canvas on is Canvas. one of those. Oh, got I heard campus too. I was like, don't go there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 on campus. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Honestly, you guys need a discount. It's like bullshit that you're being charged the same amount to that. not go to college. Um, That's definitely a sentiment that's been very popular in the group as well in the memes group. I think a lot of college students definitely do feel a little cheated. Um, in my case, I am actually a student on financial aid. So Sweet. I'm nice yeah, work. fortunate enough that this isn't really <laughs> impacting. Um, it's impacting my family a lot. Yeah. I do. I am like, I do come from a low income family in New York city. So like my parents are struggling, but in terms of like just having education and having those finances taken care of. But I do know like a lot of my friends, my roommates, for example, like, it, it probably just really sucks paying so much money. I know at Northwestern, the average student that's not on financial aid spends around $77,000 between tuition, dorm, all the extra like things you have to pay for, like textbooks. Is that per year? Yeah, that's per year. Wow. Oh, shit. I think in general, like even the students who are, aren't on full financial aid like I am have like, you know, are middle class and are getting some money, even for them just to pay this much for like zoom lectures are recorded and you're just yeah. watching slides right um no it's right and you can't really it's it kind of is bullshit you can't ask your teachers questions in real time you oh can't God. really like stay after class for five minutes and be like can you explain this like quick little thing um wait why wow. not that's crazy because so- why my shout out to my best friend laney is a professor at a college and she's like working twice as hard like all of her stuff is zoom it's live she has all these different like rooms that you can pop into and I would say it's definitely different um by professor. I think every professor is kind of having a different approach to this. Yeah, well, I the ones some... that aren't doing anything should yeah. be fired. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. <laughs> I do believe some professors just also have different abilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. It's just such it's just too bad cuz like when I look back on college, I don't even think of class. I think of like the dining hall, I think of like doing Nature and Purpose of the Universe with Jen. I think of um, my friend Ethan and drag dancing on top of a closet. Like, I don't think of class. Yeah, that's definitely what the weirdest part of all of this is. On an, During a normal quarter, I have two jobs. I have, like, I'm on two different exec boards. I'm doing so many extracurricular activities with my different student organizations. Like, most of my life is really just walking around campus to, like, all these meetings and doing these things. Classes are priority. I am a Northwestern student, but it's kind of just like what you have to do versus all the things are like your opportunities in college. I feel like those have been taken away really. Um, now that campus is not really alive. I don't know how to put it another yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The campus is open. Wild. Yeah. 
All right. So let's talk about Zoom memes for self-quarantines. For those of you listening, it's T-E-E-N-S at the end of quarantines. Um, Zana, what is the story with this group? Who started it? How has it grown? What is it for our listeners who aren't familiar? Yeah. So the origin story, well, I, I'd like to clarify one thing just from the beginning, if that makes sense. So the teens part, um, I think a lot of people assume the page is actually for teenagers because of the quarantines part. But the truth is actually a lot of college meme groups kind of do this parody thing with the names. So for Northwestern's meme group, for example, it's Northwestern memes for uh, technically top 10 teens. It's just a whole gag at how we just graduated from high school, but none of us are actually like teens. So yeah, I just gotcha. want to clarify, the group is for college <laughs> students, okay. not for high school teenagers. Um, yeah. So I was added, I think when the, so the page was made, uh, created by Mehul and Shreyan, who are these two college uh, students from Carnegie Mellon University. Um, I believe Mehul's a freshman and I think Trayan graduated or is a grad student. I'm not too familiar with that. But essentially they came up with this idea of just making a meme group for Zoom memes while the quarantine situation was taking over the world. And it just blew up. I was added to the group when there were around 5,000, 6,000 members from um, one of my friends. And then it just, I think, I don't even know how to explain how it just blew up. It, people were just joining. Memes were just flowing into the page. I started loving all the memes I was seeing and I wanted to tag all my friends in it. So I went through my entire friends list and just added every college student I knew. Um, and then all of a sudden they were adding their friends too. And then within a week, I don't even know, I might have been less than a week. We we're at 100,000 people. Next thing we knew, 200,000 people, 300,000 people. Um, I think just be. Just before 100,000 people is when the two admins who first started the page reached out and asked for new moderators to come out and help. Um, And that's when I applied. Um, Yeah, and essentially these moderators, our jobs is to like look through all these meme submissions that like all these... This group is now at 600,000 people. 600,000 plus uh, people are submitting. And just kind of pick the best quality content that we have. it is a little more than that. We've been trying to clear through like merch promotions. A lot of people are trying to take financial advantage of the situation through the group, in my opinion. So we've been clearing through a lot of those too. We're trying our best to keep the content just memes. Um, the goal of the group is essentially just to give people like some humor, some lighthearted content, um, some visual images, even to just process what's going on. And I think that's been working a lot for a lot of people. I love what you just said about how people are using it to process this experience. And I was wondering if you could talk a little more about that. Yeah, for sure. I think I felt it personally um, when this whole situation was finally like reaching the United States and all the colleges were shutting down. I think I just had an existential crisis every single second. I just didn't know what to process any of it. I didn't know what was happening next. I didn't know how to react to the situation. And then seeing memes in this group that are like, oh, you know, making fun of how we're going to be in quarantine and then we can't date someone for the next few months or making fun of how we're in quarantine. Or like we have to go, we have to have our lectures on Zoom and professors are going to make mistakes doing this and using technology. Like those things kind of just add <laughs> humor to the darkness, you know, of people. Like, right. It's like using technology and like, that's, it, it's, that's it's kind of cruel, but also like it gives you like a bit of like something humorous to look forward to, you know, something light and funny to expect while the rest of the situation is extremely, extremely shitty. So yeah, just like everything every day, like something like good, something that makes you laugh, something that makes you feel good, something that's relatable, um, especially while we're in isolation and we're not 
socially interacting with other people, it's hard to know what other people are up to. You know, you can like watch everyone's Instagram stories or you can see a beam of someone doing the same thing as you and then see other people reacting to it and commenting on it and feel a sense of relief that, hey, like, oh, people also sleep until noon every single day now. Um, You know, I did that even in college. Right. (laughs) Um, So like those things, I think, just give people a comfort. Um, All the memes about having nothing to do in quarantine give you comfort because you're also doing nothing in quarantine. Whereas if you just didn't have those memes, I don't know, like I feel like normally I would be feeling so anxious, especially as a Northwestern student who's constantly just doing things on a regular basis. I wouldn't know what to do. It sounds like it's helping solidify this shared experience. Yes, for but sure. It's building this shared ex- mm-hmm. um, Yeah, we all have this collective identity as college students who are kind of having, having our college experience, our promised and like long-awaited college experience almost just taken away from us. And we're coping through it together. We're providing support. Um, we're, show- like, we're producing memes that show that it's okay to be you know, lonely during this time. It's okay to not want to be home during this time. It's okay if you're also financially struggling this time because you're not a in college. I, I love that. What what else is resulting from it? So are you meeting people from other schools that you would never have met or? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so there's also, I think everyone is hungry for some sort of social interaction these days, even if it's online. So that's just really been really nice. It's kind of like an online community. Um, I have my mod team, for example. So there's about like nine of us, including the admins who just are constantly working and discussing the page and like going through the posts and we're constantly reviewing memes together. And like, that's a very that's a bonding experience so i'm getting to know these other people um they're from different universities like university of washington uc berkeley um also cmu there we also have some international students currently in india and taiwan and yeah and then on top of that we also like recruited an artist team um so students in the meme group and our bigger meme group who like wanted to create merchandise and wanted to create designs um for this new zoom university that we have we have that we have like dj student djs who are streaming live streaming to our group week on a weekly basis and as mods i get to work on them i get to like help them i get to collaborate on promotions with them so yeah just kind of like meeting and zooming with a lot of random people um I could mention an event that we yes. just had yesterday, um, but I wasn't sure if I should. But we did have Get our four twenty on. We had our four twenty on Zoom event um, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so this is something the mods have been looking forward to um, for a while now. Uh, so basically, <laughs> we didn't. Our participation wasn't as high as we expected, and that's because I think at a certain point the group just got so big. It's over 600,000 people now. So like not everyone takes that seriously, but we did get over 1,000 people interested in it. And I think we got at least 70 people on the Zoom call at exactly 4.20 Pacific time to, you know, celebrate (laughs) um, together. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We did have other fun stuff during the call though. uh, One of our artists, um, he's kind of a musician, like a student musician from Yale. We've been kind of let him test out like kind of debut in the group and like do his streams there. So I kind of also had him in the call yesterday. And basically what he does is he takes like song topic suggestions from the audience and then like creates like music tracks and like kind of freestyles it. Um, So that was really fun too. Yeah. So we just had, he was singing about, you know, celebrating 420 on Zoom and kind of talking about the group. So that was cool too. I, I just have one quick comment, guys. I have to make it. You're managing a, a global community, which is essentially a, a global publisher of mm-hmm. half a million users, organizing events with musicians and DJs. Like, 
you're running a massive operation. Fuck college. This yeah. is the greatest thing that, that is happening right now. And you're what an education. Honestly, this has been such great. Um, so I'm personally going trying to go into marketing. That's why I'm a communication studies major at, at Northwestern. So this has been great experience for me. Welcome. This is it. This yeah, is what you need to learn. It. Um so over spring break, actually, so like well, after winter quarterfinals week ended, I went back home. I was extremely bored for those three weeks. And I just kind of hopped onto this page. I was like, I saw them. I saw them. I saw the post asking for moderators, and I was like, I have to do this. I'm just going to put this out there. Imagine where you could take this with $77,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's funny. <laughs> just yeah. floating the idea. You heard it here. Quit college. Of dropping out of college. <laughs> oh, man. No, please, please proceed. Uh, well, Zana, you mentioned dating a little bit earlier. And if you are open to sharing what you've been hearing about dating with your peers. Yeah, because like- I feel like college is really about sexual experimentation. So are people getting real kinky on Zoom? Like what's happening? <laughs> um, I don't know. I personally don't know you if can tell me kinky on Zoom. <laughs> but just I, me? I, do, I do know that, for example... Porn related memes are very popular in the group. So uh-huh. that that implies something, I would say. Um, we also have had some like startup companies in the like, people posting in the group, like OK Zoomer. I don't know if you've heard of that, but it's like OK Cupid, but for Zoomers. That's cute. AK us. Um, so <laughs> okay. there was like a dating service. Um, dating service created for that. And like they're like, I think been we need to interview them next. <laughs> Honestly, I can connect connect you to them Please pretty do. easily. Okay, Zoomers, um, I'm in. They've been they've been very successful. Actually, one of our moderators is in an internet and dating class at UC Berkeley, and they talked about OK Zoomer and our meme group in their class, which I found just very interesting. Roundabout circle, yeah, um, yeah. And I don't know, it's been successful, and like people have been offering to match other people up for like double blind dates with their friends. Just again, all online, all on Zoom, but. The fact that people are willing to do this, I think, is just showing our how f- deep our desperation has sunk. Uh, <laughs> like, like, just yeah, I think everyone's on the same level right now. We're kind of just like missing human interaction, missing being social, missing emotional connection. Yeah, yeah. So, what are the other facets of life that people are missing? Because, like, my one of my favorite memes on the page was an acapella Zoom where a girl turned herself into a potato and then let out this amazing squeal. And then, cause I think maybe she didn't mean to, and then kept singing. I, I don't yeah, know. So I've there's just that. like all these I've different, seen that. <laughs> that one's so good. No, I've definitely seen, I think the acapella meme is actually a good example of how uh, we're missing definitely our acapella groups and our performances, but with zoom, we can even take it a step further and add humor to it. Um, so I think that was an interesting example. I'm, um, in terms of what other things people are missing, like so things that are basic to college. So for example, with partying. So um, one of my favorite meme formats is actually seeing memes in like video games, so, like Club Penguin or like Maple Story or um, like all these like games that people like college students are playing now that we have so much free time and just hanging. That's like another way people are hanging out with their friends. So like I invite my friends to come and hang out with me at the K, I don't know, at the mine in Club Penguin all the time. Like, let's play cart runner together. Let's go sledding <laughs> together. Like, we can't physically hang out, but... <laughs> Are 20-year-olds playing Club Penguin yes. ironically? Yeah. I don't even oh, know if it's ironically. I think we just... Because this is it. a game for kids, right? I- this is a game you probably played when, when you were growing up. Yeah, my friends are also playing, like, Toontown and Wizard 101 and all these... I think it's all these games that we played as... Like, our generation essentially grew up playing. Tell me more know? about Wizard 101. 
<laughs> that too, I've tried. I what haven't been on Wizard One Hundred and One. Um, those are these are all just like online games. You've heard of Toontown, maybe? I don't know any of this shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Pop I grew up with duck hunts. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. They're all essentially like Club Penguin types, right? So I think my generation definitely grew up with the idea of virtual worlds as like a real thing you know i definitely remember being in virtual worlds all the time when i was younger growing up there's so many of them online so i definitely grew up you know like playing um games where i had avatars and i can like go to things and places online and meet strangers and add them as friends and talk with them and play games with them like i think that's a very like at least to my experience and from like what i'm seeing in the meme group as well i think a common experience that a lot of college students right now can relate to especially if you've just played something basic as club penguin and that's like yeah so i think we're like kind of bringing that back because that's something a lot of us have relied on in the past or are familiar with and it's one solution to you know just not being able to interact with your friends physically in the same room because like i would have assumed that that you would be gravitating towards more modern um social games but it makes sense that like oh well we all grew up with club penguin we already have an account might as well just all meet there that makes a lot of sense even though it's like it's a it's kind of a kitty game. It's yeah. like a theme park for for little kids, almost a virtual theme park for kids. I mean, Am I, I wrong? think that's even like yeah, basically that's what it is, and I think it that's that even adds to it. Like all of us right now, I think I think college students are scared. I think we're all right. It's a scared. it's comfort. Yeah, comfort it's comfort. Food. We're all so scared of the world right now, and we're going back to things that we know give us comfort. Invite us next time, please. We're so old. Of course. <laughs> 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 right. I bet you, if you go to Club Penguin right now, that at least half of those players are college students. That's <laughs> I, amazing. I, I really think so. Um, Club Penguin is actually down. By the way, I do want to clarify that. But someone rewrote it. So if you go to cprewritten.com, oh. it's the yeah. So like everyone had to recreate, like remake an account. By the way, so like all our accounts from oh, we younger no had, were reset. Unfortunately, I was really upset. Um, I had yeah, we so got to research that. Wasn't it? Was it updates. bought by Disney or yeah. acquired acquired by Disney? I believe. I, yeah, I, I believe Disney owned it, and then Disney shut it down, and then someone just has CP rewritten up. And I don't know how they have the rights to that, but it exists. <laughs> really cool. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll look into that. I think the next pandemic is going to be great when there's like full VR, you know? Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, that. <laughs> so, Zana, would you be open to sharing some of your favorite memes from the page with us? And I realize like it might not translate to just speaking it, but we'd love to hear just like what, like even just reading some of your favorite tweets from there or what some of the videos were like, anything you want to share. Um, so my favorite ones would definitely be the more political ones, maybe, which we've been trying to clamp down on because they always, always result in huge comet wars that end up very nasty. Yes. Oh, this is a whole thing. Um, so one of our biggest, one of the biggest parts of our job is constantly like tackling these reports. So people are we've also had like a huge influx of boomers. Like I'm talking like, yeah, like actual influx of boomers who come in and harass college students in the comments. No way. Yeah. So this is okay. Maybe I should have brought this up earlier, but we've been working really hard to tackle down on the boomer praise um but <laughs> so, so so this is a meme group zoomers not boomers students. yes this is it's been a whole zoomers versus boomers <laughs> thing um okay boomer and okay zoomer have been thrown out thrown back and forth a lot so this is a meme group for college students so a lot of the memes are let's say liberal leaning in politics right so a lot of them do criticize um like our our country not having that public health care or like not having 
free college tuition, you know? And then boomers come in and are like, oh, this calls like, let's call all these college students snowflakes. You're entitled. So it does just get really nasty where I feel like, I don't know why. I, I Again, the group is really big. So I, I know that a lot of people know about it. It's been in the media and news a lot. And I think it's attracted a bunch of just very angry adults who don't like <laughs> college nice. students bond, bonding over memes um but we get them all the time and it's still ongoing and just any political post so yeah the mods are currently deciding we're like debating back and forth whether or not we even want political post in the group that's how bad this has gotten don't let the boomers wow. stop you wow. yeah, don't let that. I mean, that's <laughs> That's my point, but it, the comments get to the point where, like, our members are getting, like, they feel attacked and they feel hurt and that all the admins are being tagged because it's like, oh, take this post down, ban this person. So it just, it gets very messy to deal with. I think that my fa- one of my favorite memes are just, like, all the, re- like, the memes that are very, very relatable. So the memes were, like, when everyone unmutes their mics at the end of class and then everyone says thank you, like, that's just really funny because that doesn't really happen in a real classroom. Like, that's such a very specific <laughs> Zoom lecture thing. I've been enjoying those a lot, too, because, like, I know those memes could only happen in, like, this specific historical context, if that makes sense. Totally. Um, yeah. And, like, I think healthcare-related memes have been really, like, popular. So, like, the tweet about my healthcare plan is just to befriend a doctor and slip in health related questions during conversations. Like those, <laughs> like I think a lot of college students are like relating to those as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, oh, the productivity ones are really, really relatable. So uh-huh. there's one meme where it's like some people are more productive in the morning, some people are more productive at night, some people are not productive. They're just not. And I think <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the majority of us. I don't know. To be completely honest with you, I go through so many memes a day. Just so many. Um, my friends send me memes all the time. And my me- my immediate response is, you know if I've already seen this. Why are you sending this to me <laughs> and making me see it again? <laughs> You're a meme expert. You're like the foremost expert on quarantine honestly, memes right now. <laughs> honestly, when I first joined, I like posted a meme. It was very, it, I actually posted a Club Penguin meme. Um, if one was like an original picture where it was like partying at a club at the club spring 2019 and it was actually a pic a picture of a sorority club like my one of my sorority's events at a club and then par- spring 2020 was like at club penguin so <laughs> so yeah so like i was one of the first people to spearhead that movement just giving myself a little credit there and then That's i just great. stopped you, even your making own meme. Me- i know but then i stopped making memes just because like i was like it's too easy it's just too easy i know what to expect i know what's coming next i've seen all the reposts zana why facebook um you know it seems we just maybe it's a stereotype but i didn't think younger people were on facebook like aren't you attracting boomers on facebook why did you end up there um definitely something i've thought about as well so i facebook is i feel like my year as a junior in college like i'm almost like the last year kind of holding on to facebook like um like at least my grade is of college students because facebook has definitely been dying out it's been losing its place to like instagram snapchat just because it is full of boomers like you said but i think facebook is the only platform where you can easily access strangers so like if that makes sense. Um, the fact that this group has over 600,000 people, I don't think that's something that would have happened as easily on Instagram or on Twitter. Um, like you can't really have groups on those platforms. So it was necessary that there had to be like a Facebook group. Um, 
yeah, I, I just think Facebook is the most applicable platform for this, for memes. Um, Facebook is usually kind of the one platform where the content from all the other platforms come in and like just filter through. So we get all these content, like all the content from TikTok and from Instagram, from Twitter, from Reddit, from Quora, from all these external websites kind of just come into Facebook because you can just kind of put anything in there. Man, I sort of hate that the Facebook backlash is over. <laughs> Like everybody's mad at Facebook and then the pandemic happened and now everybody's like back on Facebook. Exactly. I was thinking about that too. I was almost like, I used to use uh, Facebook actively in high school because I'm from New York City and New York City, I think Facebook still uses Facebook pretty well, um, pretty often frequently but in college at Northwestern like it just died out and then all of a sudden the pandemic hit and all these college students are coming back to Facebook and I do think our meme group is like one of the main reasons not to sound cocky about it but I know it's the main reason I'm back on Facebook and I know it's the main reason why any of my friends are still checking Facebook I think Facebook should be paying you all for bringing people back to Facebook (laughs) Uh, I mean, <laughs> I won't disagree with that. We're definitely like we're definitely um, making up a lot of Facebook's traffic, in my opinion. It is a pretty large group. Um, I know there are larger meme groups. I know Satellation Trades, for example, has like 1.7 million people. I don't even know if we'll get there, but especially considering how like like the situation, the quarantine is long, but it is also short term. There is an end in sight for this group. You that think makes so? sense. I hate to say it, but uh, that's something I feel like the mod team and most people have been feeling just because like eventually we will all go back to regular school. Hopefully. I don't want to jinx it. Um Yeah, you have plenty of time to take seventy-seven thousand dollars, invest it in the business, pivot to merch, and then you're gonna have something when it's time to get out of quarantine. I, I believe in you. Well, we're actually trying to cut down all profits. No one wants to make money from this, so I just want to clarify that. Um, I, <laughs> Our merch sale was actually trying to trying really hard to raise money for the CDP uh, COVID nineteen respond fund, and like awesome. I think a lot of people have been trying to use this page to their own like to raise funds for charities and other fundraisers that address the issue. Um, so that's been really nice too. We've been really strict on like not letting people profit from this just because the page is a great thing, but it is existing in a time of crisis. Um, and I just don't think it's ethical for, for people to, you know, really be like profiting off of this when people are struggling, other people are struggling. If that makes sense. Um, well, I love though that you have found some silver linings in this, especially for your own, uh, work experience, but are there other silver linings that you guys are finding to quarantine? Yeah. Um, I mean, first of all, just being in this community is so interesting. Um, normally, you know, as a college student, you're only thinking about college students at your university, you know, like other, so I'm constantly like interacting with other Northwestern students, but right now it's like, it doesn't matter what college you go to. It doesn't matter. Um, rankings don't matter anymore. Uh, where your colleges doesn't matter anymore. Everyone is doing online learning. Everyone is going to zoom university. So I think that's one of the coolest parts like pieces to come together from all of this it's just all college students kind of like having this shared experience being united through this and using this group as like a community and a way to like connect with other students uh bond over experiences that everyone's sharing we're able to do this during a digital era um i think that's that's definitely a silver lining like had this pandemic been happening when we didn't have this technology when we didn't have something like zoom for our classes i think it would have been even more difficult to get through oh yeah i don't know what would have happened yeah i don't know (laughs) 
what I would be doing right now. Well, Zana, it was awesome having you here. Thank you so much for joining us and keeping content out in the world that makes us all smile. Thank you so much for having me. Um, It was really fun to talk about the group. And I hope that anyone who's listening finds the group, they want to join it. I hope our memes also keep bringing you some relief and joy. Oh, she was so lovely. And I hope they can go back to school soon. (laughs) (laughs) Next semester. I I hope this is an impetus to fundamentally change education. Yes. (laughs) Boom. Because it's insane how much they're paying. It doesn't make any sense. Right, right. Yeah. It didn't make sense before. Yeah, it didn't make sense uh, before. It doesn't make sense now. I mean, some people are saying maybe there will be different tiers where like you can attend online classes or you could do the actual experience, but that's just going to divide by income. And I think that's kind mm-hmm. of horrible. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it'll just be, we'll become a super classist society <laughs> where all the rich people network in college and the other people are online. But I, oh, God, I do think yeah. like it might highlight or help highlight how fucked up the system is. But I hope they get to go back to college. I wish I could go back to college. What's that Do song? you wish you could go back to college? No, I was just trying to quote Avenue Q. Oh, you've had a lot of musical reference. Well, before we started recording today, you had a musical reference. You're full of them, man. Man. <laughs> yeah, that's what makes me cool. <laughs> <laughs> that solidifies it, really. Yes, I, yeah. I believe on a previous episode, you quoted Brigadoon, the, right. one of the most obtuse musicals of, of all time. Okay, I think you meant obscure, and it also it's not. Too sad, obscure. Okay, question though: What would you do differently if you could do college again? I, it sounds like you guys had sexual positive, experimentation. You would you would have done more or less? <laughs> Way more. No, I don't know. I think I would have done more sex, more drugs, and um, more feminist classes. Actually. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. D- did you miss out on those because they were not offered or because you didn't take them? No, I didn't take them. It wasn't, it wasn't until I lived in Egypt between my junior and senior year that I was like, oh, women's rights, they're a problem. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Got senior it. year, I took a bunch of uh, classes related to feminism, but I wish I'd taken more. That's it. What about you, Jen? I would have dug in a little deeper, both academically and socially. I think I would have gotten to know my professors more. I was always intimidated by our professors and I didn't have any like very close relationships with a few of them. I got to know them pretty well and like kept in touch, but like some people would go for office hours and they had this like ongoing conversation with them and that would have been so cool. So maybe that. And then socially, I would have spearheaded more experiences. I definitely had a group of friends. We would do things together, but like, I don't know, like the dress up parties that happened. I'd always kind of like turn my nose up at stuff like that. And you know, it's really? just college. It's supposed to be Oh my fun. God, those were my favorite. Yeah, I did it sometimes, like the 80s parties or 90s parties or whatever they do now. But um, yeah, I did not fully partake in that. Mm. Matt, what would yeah. you have done differently? Um, I probably would not have gone to a real college. Like I, I've slept until noon uh, most of my first semester and then flunked out of the first college that I went to. So oh I probably would, really? would not have paid for that you and idiot. just gone to community college <laughs> to, for this to, to start. Like I graduated and had no debt. Like I graduated on time and had almost zero debt because I stopped going to, you know, a nice college or whatever and went to a community college and started my life in a normal way as opposed Wait, to kids I who are you paying did community college 000. first and then you went to Hofstra. No, uh, yes, I guess. Yeah, you you got me. I guess I went. I did. I did SUNY Purchase was a state school. Nothing, nothing fancy, but 
it was a it was not a good situation. Then went to community college for two years, and so that dramatically reduced uh, my like the bill, the check at the end of the the experience, mm-hmm. and then wrapped up yeah. at Hofstra, um, which is a private school, but uh, not crazy expensive by by Northwestern standards, I think. I remember when I was taking a language program in Israel and when we were practicing numbers, because there are masculine and feminine numbers and it's kind of confusing, we went around the room and had to talk about our college tuition. (laughs) And it was so weird (laughs) and such an awkward assignment. But the reason why was because in every other country, and there weren't like necessarily that many Americans, in every other country, it was like a normal number. (laughs) (laughs) And then you got to the Americans and it was like embarrassingly insane. Did people look at you like you were crazy? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Mm. They did. Yeah. And I'm sorry. So the number seven is, is masculine or feminine in Israeli? In Hebrew, yeah. <laughs> in Hebrew, yeah. Sorry. No yeah. I didn't know that either. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is that? What was what, what that? Some Jew language? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, so, so every single number, like every single digit is male or female. I guess that's probably yes. true in Spanish too. Is that right? Is that? No, it's not I true in Spanish. I don't think so. Not, not in Spanish. Okay, interesting. Yeah. yeah, I've never heard of that before. Cool. Yeah. I mean, wow. weird. Weird. Actually, not, it gets not that cool. confusing. Mm-hmm. I don't took know. took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> As usual. <laughs> yeah. We definitely uh, should not be submitting any memes to this Facebook page. We're not. No, we're too old. I'm amused humor. though when I joined the group, how many people I know that are in the group, none of whom are oh. college students. I didn't want to mention this, but my home ec teacher from middle school follows the group and she's like <laughs> our parents' age, if not a little older. <gasps> is she one of the boomers harassing the children? She is extremely liberal and like always wanting to keep in touch. I think she probably genuinely enjoys it. I doubt she's her. harassing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't wait for Gen Z to take over. I feel like the world will be better. Yeah. I think so too. I just hope there's a world left for them to shape. Fair. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> They'll make a new one born from the ashes. <laughs> You're joking, but that's usually how it goes. Yeah. Well, yeah. guys, we would love to hear about silver linings of quarantine mm, for I you. Like that. Yeah. And or like how you're maintaining sort of humor or yeah, lightness, that sort of thing. Sanity. So as always sanity you can tweet at me at junebugger j-o-o-n-b-u-g-g-e-r i'm at ali gold a-l-l-i-g-o-l-d you can email us at 2g1podcast at gmail.com you can also text or leave a voicemail our favorite thing that number is 347-871-6548 that number again 347-871-6lit join our discord server too that's discord.gg slash 2g1p where listeners of the show us and guests sometimes pop in to have a conversation and suggest show topics and questions for upcoming shows we'd love to see you there discord.gg slash 2G1P. Ali, if they would like to visit our Patreon, what do they do? Patreon.com slash 2G1P. Now is a great time, now more than ever, as the world is burning, to go donate a dollar. <laughs> a dollar. You can do it. <laughs> a dollar will do ya. Don't, don't oh. feel pressure. A lot of people are losing their jobs. Okay, if you can, if you it can. really does help. If you can, $25. <laughs> All right, everybody, we'll see you next time. Two girls, one podcast.
podcast is hosted by Jennifer Jamula and Allison Goldberg, then piped into a stranger's Zoom meeting just to freak them out. I mean, produced and edited by Matt Silverman in New York City. Production assistance is provided by the Podglomerate. This show is a production of The Daily Dot, the number one source for in-depth reporting about life on the internet. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe. It might be fun.